Live from Perth, Australia, and broadcasting around the world, you're listening to The O Show with your host, Oren McCory. The O Show is a no-nonsense podcast bringing you the best advice on training, mindset, and nutrition to supercharge your efforts in the gym, the kitchen, and most importantly, in your head. Don't forget to share this episode on your social media. Now, let's get to it. Hey guys, welcome to the Team OMC Tribe Sessions. Tonight, we're gonna to talk about returning to the gym, something that's very, very relevant due to the fact that because of COVID, we've been training at home for two months. If you're watching this down the line, this is still gonna be very applicable in the event that you have a serious injury where you're off the gym for a few months, or you go traveling, or you just fall away from the gym and maybe you're just getting back into it. Um, just certain things to remember, certain things about how muscle memory works and just making sure that you don't sort of get injured. Because what's likely gonna happen is everyone's now gonna rush back to the gyms 100% from Saturday and they'll expect to be Superman still and it's just not gonna be that way after so much time off. So let's go through it. It should take us about 20 to 30 minutes maybe 40 if I sort of uh, open up the questions, but it should be a bit quicker than some of the mindset trainings we've done lately as well. So when will the gyms reopen? That's the main thing. If you're in Europe, like France or Italy, they're likely already back, whether that's on an appointment-based system and um, where you've got to check in for a certain time and you can only go on certain machines. Um, in Canada, apparently it's early June. WA here, Saturday the 8th of June, so two days from now. The rest of Australia, it's looking like the end of June. Somebody I know in Melbourne is saying that gyms there, I don't know if it's full gyms or just PT studios, but it's the 22nd of June. And if you're in the UK or Ireland, it's looking, when I typed this up, it was looking like either the 4th or the 20th, but I've now heard since that it's more likely going to be the 20th of July. Um, whenever they reopen hotels, that's whenever they will... Um, they will reopen. So what do we need to remember when we go back to the gym? Well, we need to consider the fact that we've had time off, right? And when you've had time off anything, whether it's presenting, whether it's coaching, like when I go back to PT, I'm going to be a little bit rusty because I haven't trained anyone in eight weeks. Um, when you're training, like no matter what we do, if you've got a, any sort of skill, when you take time off, you kind of lose that rhythm that you have for the work basically it's like if you didn't drive for three months then you get in the car and you shit yourself about driving a manual stick um for whatever reason you know uh, the clutch control doesn't feel right but after a while it's going to feel easy so just remember the fact you've had time off um we need to consider muscle memory and that's going to kick in um big time and the physiology bit at the end is kind of a little nerdy bit but it's stuff that we do need to consider um, we're going to talk about how much muscle will, did you actually lose and how quick it will be to recover that. Injury risks and DOMS. So in case I don't mention it later, just remember that you're, you haven't trained for a while. If you go too ham on the weights, you're going to be sore. You're going to be more likely to be injured. So please, if it's a movement you haven't done for a while or a weight you haven't touched, be very, very respectful of how that weight is going to feel. And if something feels like it's not right, 
You don't have to force it. If you jump on a hack squat or a barbell squat, hip thrust, deadlift, doesn't matter. And it feels completely different, even at an easy warm-up weight. Drop the movement and just wait until you're 100% ready for that. And other things we've got to consider is training volume, training loads, and training intensity. So volume and intensity are two of the, the biggest things that are going to be lacking because you'll, you'll do less sets now and you'll be just as sore as you would have for more sets. That's also going to affect your intensity. If you can't lift the same amount of weight and you can't do the same amount of volume, your intensity is going to go down. Training load, obviously we've had stimulus from either we've been lucky enough to get some weights or the band. We have had stimulus, but it's not really been a whole heap of stimulus. So, um, so how much muscle did you actually lose? Muscle and strength are they're pretty resistant to a period of detraining. And the studies show this. So if you go on holidays or you have an injury or you just are fed up and you don't train for two to three weeks, you hold muscle and strength pretty well. Like you might feel a little bit flatter or a little bit less strong, but within about a week, you're pretty much back to where you were as soon as you start lifting again, as long as you do it in a safe manner. Now, you have been training during lockdown. It's probably not optimal, but you have been training, which means that it's not like you're going in some of these studies where people haven't trained at all for up to 30 weeks, I think it is. And they still bounce back pretty quickly. So we need to keep that in mind that you still have been training. It's just a little bit different to what's going to happen when we go back to the gym. Now, you won't lose as much as you think. You won't be tiny and you won't be weak. Um, a lot of people will immediately think, oh, I've lost half my muscle. Me personally, I went from about 100 kilos to about 93, 94. Maybe I was maybe a wee bit north of that during lockdown. But that's deliberately trying to cut fat. So I feel quite small, like carbs are low. I haven't been training as optimally as I normally would. So going back to the gym, I'm a leaner. I'm more likely to be able to respond better. So you're likely going to see a bounce back pretty quickly from me because I've dropped a lot of fat in this period as well. But you probably will feel tiny in terms of muscular-wise. You'll feel weak. Um, but in reality, you probably won't be either one. No, why did that flick? So did I skip to one? No, there we go. Okay, so strength. Remember, you won't be able to lift the same as before, okay? This has been about eight or nine weeks at least of lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, coming into probably week nine or 10. Um, bigger lifts such as squats, bench, and deadlift will 100% be affected. The strength just won't be there as much as before. Stuff like assistance moves, like leg extension, leg curls, might be still pretty strong. It might drop a little bit in comparison. But if you were squatting, say, like 100 kilos, you might be down to 80 or 60, but the other ones might just drop by, say, a pin or so on the machine lifts. Dumbbells and bands provided our stimulus that we, we need to maintain muscle during this time, but we haven't been able to overload it. We don't have those weights sitting there ready to go up. We can't go from a 10 to a 12 and a half to a 15 to a 17 and a half. So we've had to just really control our tempo, feel that mind muscle, which has given us really good stimulus in the lockdown, but we're not overloading it. And that's the main thing that we'll be doing in the gym. We'll be going from that 10 to 12 to 14 to 16 or 10 to 12 and a half to 15 to 17 and a half. And that's how we're going to grow now coming into this. Now, don't chase the strength in the first month back. It will come pretty quickly back, as you're going to see in the later slides, but there's a big injury risk if you 
For example, if you're a guy watching this now and you used to press the 40s and you go into the gym on Saturday when they open in WA and you try to press the 40s, that is going to end in a trip to the hospital, one-way ticket to Snap City, and you're going to be fucking off for another three months because you've been an irresponsible dickhead with your first day back. More sort of cautious approach will suit a lot better here in terms of start around the 20s, maybe even start at the 10s, do like a few warm-up sets, and just take each set as they come. Try to feel the muscles, same way you have been training at home now, but without the need to chuck up weight up and up and up and up and up. Now, log your lifts is normal. A big part of what I preach with my normal program outside of lockdown is that you have a logbook. And your logbook is simply a book like this that you write all your workouts in prior to you getting on the gym floor. So if you know you're doing barbell squats, leg curls, leg extensions, whatever the movements are, You'll write down the name, you'll write down the sets and reps, you'll write down the weight you lifted last time, and you'll write down the weight you're lifting this time. And you'll also write down if that was a PB last week for reps, for weight, whatever. So that's, that's massive. So I still want you to log your lifts when you go back to the gym. But don't worry if the, the numbers on there is less than what you lifted before. The goal is to get it back up there as quick as possible, but you just see that you go from 20 to 25 to 30, and then maybe your top set's 30. And the next time you go from 22 to 27 to 32, and then within four weeks, you could theoretically be back at those 40s as long as you've done it in a safe manner and you've not caused yourself to go to the hospital in return. It will come back, so don't rush it. Now, this is the first of two studies I'm gonna show you. So. Blazovich, I'm going to say is how you pronounce that. I don't really know. It's 2007. Um, they've done research with leg extension strengths. This is quite common for a leg extension um, test in the lab. Four sets of six reps for 10 weeks. Now, the strength went up over the 10 weeks. The, the subjects got stronger. They then took a three-month break from training after they, they got to that 10-week mark. Now, after retesting after those three months, strength levels have dropped, but only to that of week five. So they start the program, by week five, they're at a certain strength level. Then they continue to go past that to their 10 week mark. They take three months off and they only lose five weeks worth of progress. So that's a winner in my book, right? You take literally 12 weeks off training and you only go back five weeks in what your training was. So this is a massive indicator that despite where we are, it doesn't matter whether you've had a year off, two, like two weeks, three months, it's gonna come back. Now a second study, which is a little bit more in depth, which is kind of pretty cool, I think, is Starin 1991. So female subjects, they train twice per week on squats using a, either an 8RM or a 12, 10 to 12 RM plus additional movements. So if you don't know what the RM means, that means they picked a weight that they could do six to eight reps with or 10 to 12 reps with, okay? So they were comfortable in that, that range. They could do sets of, of six to eight or 10 to 12, depending on what group they were in. They trained for 20 weeks. They had 30 weeks of detraining where they did nothing and then they had six weeks of retraining. So in the initial 20 weeks, strength increased by 67%. After 30 weeks off, it only decreased 13%. Then when retraining for the six weeks after the 30 weeks off, they regained the strength, the 13% decrease, 
plus improved a little bit past the original results. So they literally had 30 weeks off. What's that come in at like six months or something crazy? I need to do the math. I think it's about six or seven months. Um, but they've only lost 13% of the strength they gained in the 20 weeks prior. So if you were training religiously before COVID or before you had an injury, before you had a big holiday or a year traveling the world and you built strength and you built muscle, likelihood is a lot of that strength will stay. Now they also carried out a muscle cross examination, which is basically where they take um, biopsies of the muscle. So they stick a big needle in your muscle. It's meant to be really fucking sore, but they pull out the muscle and they can see what fibers are in there. So in the initial 20 weeks of training, there's three, there's three types of fibers, okay? Generally type one is the slow oxidative one. So like when you're running and all that, and type two is the more explosive types. And type two B is the, the ones that really fire hard uh, when you do sprints and um, big high intensity um, bouts. So type 1 fibers increased by 15% in the 20 weeks, type 2A by 39%, and type 2B by 47 Within 30 weeks of detraining, the type 1 fibers only decreased by 1%, so you're still in a 14% positive from that. The type 2A decreased by 10%, and the type 2B only decreased by 14 so you can see the numbers there, that's still going to be 29 and 34 for the, two, the type 2A and type 2B. So even with 30 weeks of detraining, the muscle fiber size was still considerably larger than before they started to train. And this was all regained back in the retraining phase, in the six-week retraining phase. That 1, 10, and 14% was all, all matched up again. So the takeaways from these two is that these numbers are just examples seen in research, right? It's highly likely that our strength will have dropped more than the numbers suggested there. However, it does show you that you're not going to be weak. You're not going to be skinny. You're not going to be um, half of yourself. Like a lot of guys, especially, will be like, oh, I've withered away during this time. You might feel like that, but you're going to gain it back pretty quickly. Regardless of how much it drops, the potential is still there for it to be gained back reasonably quickly. So does that all make sense, guys? Just throw something into the chat box if it makes sense. Before we get into the little quick little nerdy bit. Thanks for listening to The O Show with your host, Oren McCory. If you liked this episode, then please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and share this on your social media. We'll see you on the next episode for more no-nonsense advice to help you supercharge your efforts in the gym, in the kitchen, and most importantly, in your head. See you then.